Hello guys! Welcome to Feminist Inc. The podcast where we rant about just how frustrating it is to be a feminist in Nigeria. It's not easy. The struggle is real. I'm sure you guys can get what guess what this topic is. I made a lot of not so subtle hints last week. If you said book review, then you are correct. If you also said 50 shades of grey, you are also correct. Today's topic is in fact a combination of the two. Book review, 50 shades of grey from a feminist perspective. <laughs> I am so excited for this topic and I think this is the beginning of something new for me because I was thinking like, okay, so I could do book reviews but instead of just doing feminist books i can also do other books and then dissect them from a feminist perspective which i think is a nice idea so like i can't wait anyway 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 i don't know most of you should have read 50 shades of gray but if you haven't i told you last week to read it so because and if you haven't please do read the book cringy yeah very toxic Yes, but it's just these books that are so bad that you don't even know why you're reading them, but you're still reading them, if you get my meaning. Let me just give a quick summary of the book for those that didn't read it. So the book is basically a dance between the two main characters, Virginia, naive Anastasia, and controlling Christian. Christian, a rich, handsome man who is into BDSM, and I'm sure you guys know what that means. If you don't know, Google it. And is a dominant, wants Anastasia, English lit major, to be his submissive. Anna needs to sign a contract for them to start their dom-sub relationship. That's dominant-submissive relationship. But throughout the book, Anna just shifts and skirts around it. At the end of the day, she doesn't sign. Hmm. <laughs> Now, there are a few things, few vital things I'd like to point out. First, she signed the non-disclosure agreement without reading it. You know, she's, there's this ag- before he, um, Christian even told Anastasia that he's into BDSM, she had to sign a non-disclosure to say that whatever I tell you, you're not going to tell anybody. And this girl, she just signed it without even reading it. Need I remind you, for those who have not read the book, she just met Christian for the first time a week ago. It's not even up to, it's not even up to a month. Like, and she signed it. And I don't like the way E.L. James promotes this stereotype that women are brainless, flighty things, swept off their feet by love. Like, what the heck? If you see throughout the book, the way Anastasia does, does stupid things because of she in because i say because of sorry because in quotes she likes him she's enraptured by him she's captured by his beauty <laughs> nonsense and rubbishes upon rubbishes upon rubbishes then she follows this christian into a helicopter like someone she just met she follows him to the hel- uh, helicopter for their I think second date. The first day was a coffee date. We didn't really count. So like for the first official date, a helicopter. Can you imagine that? Like, did she not even think of the possibility that this guy can rape her? This guy can kill her? This guy can kidnap her? That is the reality of so many women in today's society. We don't just go out on dates with strangers we just met. 
unless it's in a public place. Because the high chance that we can be raped, we can be killed, we can be kidnapped. And the fact that um, Anna just did that thing, I feel like it's just wrong. Honestly, it's just giving a wrong idea of everything that women have to go through. It's just too unrealistic. So, like, basically what E.L. James is saying that once a girl likes a guy, she becomes a dodoru. Mm. But at least she didn't sign the dumb subcontract just like that. She, so, that's a plus. Now, second point, second thing I'd like to point out is Grey is too fucking controlling. And... The way that toxicity is normalized throughout the book is alarming. Like, really, like, when Grey hit Anna for the first time and she was crying and everything, you know, uh, he hit her all in the name of BDSM to punish her. She, when he came back to check on her, Anna asked him that, will he hit her again? And he said, no, not tonight. And I'm like, W the fuck? WTF? Yes, is he your daddy? Why you be asking if someone is going to hit you? And remember that she has not signed the contract. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll like a guy and the guy hits me. And I'm crying. Uh, the guy now comes back. I'll not be asking the guy that, will you hit me again? Then when he now says no, me, so I'll not be signing. And like, <sighs> the level of abuse in this relationship so toxic ah almost is 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 horrible it's a feminist nightmare honestly a feminist nightmare there was even a time he said and i quote i need to control you like how is that normal if that's what bdsm is then i'm not sure i'm in support of it honestly which one is i need to control you you need you need you don't even want you you need to control me ha yellow now let's talk about consent most of the guys in anna's life don't even know the meaning of consent take Jose for example Jose is like her best friend her best male friend and she has been telling this guy no she has been telling him no 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 i don't want to go out with you this guy did not hear what ah ah that's bad. I said, if someone tells you no, you leave it and you move on. I be now. Is it by force? Then he now really took it to the next level when she was drunk. He now really tried to force himself on her. Ay 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 ay. He really he really tried to. What kind of a friend is that? Eh? Someone that this Anastasia trusts. This this is coming from someone that she trusts. Like he can't just take no for an answer. That's just horrible. Tried tried to force himself on her. Can you imagine? And the worst part is she forgave him. No, like she can't even forgive him. Okay, let's even say she forgive him. But the, that they're still friends. <laughs> me, if any guy should try that rubbish with me, I don't care the history we have or how close we are. That's the end of our relationship. Or even if it's not the end, we're never going to be close again. Because ah uh-uh. Because okay, you claim that you were only you were drunk, you were this, you were that. You didn't know. Next time, Unko, maybe you you finally rape me that time. Finally, finally, you shall rape me next time. Hmm. And then this other guy, Paul, he also works where she works, where Anastasia works. That one too. She has been telling him no. She has been telling him no. Uncle did not hear. What is this with the guys in 
50 shades of green and they don't like hearing word no what exactly is the problem with them i don't understand hmm. i know a christian relationship is a very toxic one aside the fact that christian is just too controlling anna is scared of him when she plays a plan a prank on him like she played a, pr a prank on him in the book and he got angry and she immediately she was immediately scared that he was going to spank her a full-grown adult though. imagine you and your hobby you make a joke at your hobby's expense so i don't even think the joke was at christian's expense i can't remember sure but you should make a joke and then you are scared that your hobby is going to spank you ha when you when you are not a child when it's not your daddy you are talking to abby huh. uh, uh, another example is when they go to christian's parents house for dinner and anna says that she's traveling to georgia but she didn't tell Christian earlier. And then later she's like, please don't spank me. Like, what's actually going on? <laughs> please don't. Please don't spank me. And remember that she hasn't signed the contract yet. So you can't even claim that it is a um, dominant submissive relationship. She has not signed any contract yet. They are still on, like, normal relationship grounds. Ha. <laughs> Mm. Another thing that really bothered me is there was this scene where um Anna wanted to pay for a meal because you know I told you that Christian is quite rich and Anna is just an English lit major so you know now English literature there's not much money in that plus she's a student she wanted to pay for food at International Home of Pancakes I hope and it says that does she want to emasculate him. Can we talk about this? How does your girlfriend wanting to treat you, wanting to do something nice for you, how does it take away from your masculinity? This is a classic example of toxic masculinity. How does it take away from your masculinity? How does her paying for the meal make you less of a man? You, when you pay for her own meal, does it make her less of a woman? So are you trying to say that oh, women are not, they are not fit to pay for stuff? Or what? What exactly? What's the message that they are trying to pass across? Ah, oh, man, Christian is just like a walking red flag, a walking red flag. Honestly, sha sha sha. Mm. Fast forward to the end. He spanks her again with belts. Remember that they've not signed the contract. Anna has not yet signed the contract, and although Anna said yes, that she. That you should spank her but we have to look at consent here the consent was given only after some manipulations and con and and some you know tactics of christian she felt that she owed him to hold him hold him her body so that he can beat her because you know now he has already said that he needs it he needs to to feel that power over her. so she felt that she owed him so to me she didn't really consent to it as far as i'm concerned and then he gave her six with belt six hot ones if you watch the movie six hot ones hey my head spark honestly my head spark mm. so she, after that uh, she realized that she can't be in a relationship with this kind of guy that takes pleasure in seeing her in pain she can't <laughs> she, she can't do it 
And I feel like Anna didn't really know what BDSM entailed. Yes. She didn't really, she wasn't really aware of what that thing was all about. So, and I guess she thought she could change him, that she could change him from his ways. I guess that's why she didn't want to sign the contract. That's why she was always avoiding signing that contract. She thought that she could change him from his BDSM ways to vanilla, vanilla sex. Yes, this is what they call like normal sex without any kink, kinks in the book. But the truth is, ladies, don't try and change a man, okay? You can't change anybody. Nobody you can change. Everybody has a responsibility to change for themselves and by themselves. They won't change because of you. They won't change because you're so you're so nice to them. They won't change because you did so much for them. They will only change if they want to change and when they want to change. They will change on their own terms. So never try and say, oh, I'll change him. I pity you. Hmm. I seriously pity you. Because it's not going to work. And see Anna now. <laughs> After investing all her heart in the relationship, in the very toxic relationship my entire had, she just had to like break up with him and everything. In summary, the whole book is a feminist nightmare. Let me not lie. From the lack of consent from the guys, you know how consent is so important to women because women have like we've been killed for saying no. We've been abused for saying no we've been raped we've had revenge porn done done on us just for saying no so consent is very important and it's part of the fight that we as feminists are fighting for then the fact that gray is so controlling christian gray that's his full name he's so controlling anna is in just like anna anna is even scared of him like the book is just book is just no it's a feminist nightmare. I've said that again, but I'm going to say it. I've said that before, but I'm going to say it again. The feminist nightmare. But it's an interesting read. So if this thing, and there are a lot of sex scenes, so if that's your thing, that's the kind of thing, I should definitely give it a read. Yes, I found it quite tedious to read. Personally, I found it tedious to read. But if you're curious and you want to learn more about the story, feel free to go and buy the book. And read it yes we have come to the end of this feminist podcast of this 50 shades of gray from a feminist perspective i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and if you enjoyed the episode please don't forget to rate rate it and leave a review it really helps me out and i really appreciate it thank you so much in advance as you rate the podcast and leave a review and also if you have any other books that you'd like for me to analyze from a feminist perspective do leave it in the comments and i'll see what i can do i remain your host ayo and i'll see you next week bye